Welcome to It's a Good Life with Brian Buffini, founder of America's largest business coaching company. Here's a short classic cut from one of our all-time favorite episodes. Today's podcast is called Change Your Thoughts, Change Your Life. Everybody wants to change their life for the better. Everybody wants the outcomes, positive outcomes, good results. The truth of the matter is most people want to change their circumstances. Most people really don't want to do the work to change their life. Where does it all start? It starts with our thought life. The fact is we all have goofy thoughts that come across our brain. The key sometimes is A, not become attached to the thought. B, let it go. C, replace it with something good. And D, don't tweet it out. What's your philosophy? And does it need any work? Here's a couple of things. Let's talk about it. Break it down. Personal philosophy your business philosophy, and then what are the how-tos. So let's talk about your personal philosophy. Three questions. First, what do you think about yourself? Second, do I have what it takes? And third, are you dwelling on mistakes and trials rather than your victories and accomplishments? What do you think about yourself when no one's around and it's just silence? You're not distracted by social media. See, people aren't even thinking like this. People aren't even taking the time anymore. We're so distracted. What do you actually think about yourself? And is it correct? Is it possible you say things about yourself where you put yourself down or you go, I'm lazy. I don't have what it takes. Do you ever say those things to yourself? I know I do. And so the key is I'm going to put more good stuff in than I allow bad stuff to reside. James Allen in A Man Think It says, a person is limited only by the thoughts that he chooses. You can choose which thoughts to hang on to and you can choose which thoughts to, okay, I had a thought to come across. I don't know if I represent any value. I don't know if I'm good at anything. I don't know if I'll ever amount to anything. Okay, great. You had that thought. You can choose to hang on to that thought or you can just kind of let that thought go by. Circumstances do not make a man. They reveal him. If you look at what you've been through in your life, I don't care how young or how old you are. What have you persevered through? What have been the difficulties? What are the challenges? What are the setbacks? What were the things, the great disappointments? They are the making of you. Now, I know you don't want to go back and experience them again no more than I do, but they're the making of us. Of course you have what it takes because you took the shots that life had to square up and hit you with and you kept moving forward. You kept going. You have what it takes. So what I would say is the challenges and the trials, be aware of those. But when it comes to your own personal philosophy and understanding what you have, here's the key. Don't dwell on the mistakes. Dwell on the victories and accomplishments. So we want to learn from our mistakes. We want to learn from our trials. And then you put it behind you. And it's okay. It's okay to emotionally grieve that for a period of time. That's being human. And then what did I learn from that? And then how can I put it going forward? And now I'm going to focus on my victories and accomplishments. And so as we go through these things, what do you think about yourself? Do you have what it takes? These are very, very powerful concepts. Now let's kind of dive in here a little bit and let's talk about your business philosophy. What if you change your thoughts regarding your business? Can that change your business? Of course. So here's a couple of questions. Why do people succeed? Is the market fair? Will my tomorrow be better than today? These are questions to think about. These are questions to journal. Write it out. Let your own thoughts come back to you. I'm telling you when you do this, some of the thoughts you'll come up with might not be what you'd want to put on a billboard. Okay, is the market fair? And will my tomorrow be better than my today? A neat book by Thomas Corley, best-selling author of Rich Habits, The Daily Success Habits of Wealthy Individuals. He spent five years monitoring and analyzed the daily activities and habits of people both wealthy and living in poverty. And here's what he found. Rich people's philosophy was different than poor people's philosophy. And guess what? If a poor person will change their philosophy, they can go from the poor category to the rich category. You can change this. Here's the bottom line. 
Rich people believe their habits have a major impact on their lives. Now, I'm not picking on poor folks because I was a poor man. But I wasn't just poor economically, I was poor in mind. You see, being broke is a state of account. Being poor is a state of mind. I had both. If you believe you can't be successful, then you're right. But if you believe you can't make it in North America, what I would encourage you to do is go down and get a passport and go travel the world. And go see people who are busting their hump to try to make it in other parts of the world. In New York, they say, if you can make it here, you can make it anywhere. I'm going to say this. If you can't make it in America, you can't make it anywhere. Relationships are critical to financial success. Rich people, you know those mean, miserly people, they're off by themselves. No, they believe 88% of rich people believe that relationships are critical to financial success. Poor people who agree, 17%. I believe in faith. Rich people, 10%. Poor people, 90%. I've taken a risk in search of wealth. Rich people, 63%. Poor people, 6%. The location of your mind is more important than the location of your body. What is your business philosophy? When you ask real-life millionaires, not phony TV millionaires, what are your key success factors? Those are the top three. Disciplined, honest with people, getting along with people. Next to that was working harder than most people. It's a big deal. What is your philosophy? Whatever the mind can conceive and believe it can achieve. What are you thinking about all day long? What are you focusing your mind on all day long? This is the stuff that changed me. Here's another business philosophy question. Is the market fair? The law of the harvest is about the fairness of the market. That you reap what you sow. That if you put good stuff in, you get good stuff out. Now, here's the truth of the matter. Do we really want that? Do we really want that or do we want this? Do I want to be able to eat whatever I want, whenever I want, however I want, not work out or only exercise when I feel like it and be in great shape? That's what I want. I want to be able to spend what I want, when I want, without thinking about it and then be financially well to do. That's what I want. That's the same for your business. The fact is cause and effect is very fair. There are laws of gravity. I believe I have received even greater rewards from my business than I've even put in. But I've been so consistent putting in the good stuff for so long that it has created this compounding effect. And now every time I do some good things for my business, it has this exponential result. But is the market fair? Yes, it is. The system that we teach here at Buffini Company is all about the law of the harvest. It's about giving to your customers. It's about exceeding their expectations. It's about wowing them. It's doing more for them than they ask. Always do more than you're paid for. Jim Rohn said, only by giving are you able to receive more than you already have. Think about that. Another business philosophy question is, will my tomorrow be better than today? You know, when I ask people that question, you know, a lot of times, especially in meetings, people don't know. The problem is, is that when you get wrapped up and you're spending all your day in the thoughts and the concerns and the worries of today, it's very easy to lose perspective. So here's some things I believe we can learn about our future by understanding our past. So over the past 90 years, the stock market has averaged a 9.8% return. So what's it going to do in the future? I think it'll end up doing the same. Will there be recessions in our future? Yeah. Will there be stock market crashes in our future? Yeah. Will there be housing booms in our future? Yeah. Will there be housing crashes in our future? Yeah. Why? Because it's in our past. And people do the same thing. Here's a good little stat that I give at some of our events. And it's over a 40-year period. A person who invests $100 a month over 40 years, they'll have invested $48,000 at an 8% return, which is almost 2% lower than what the market has actually done, that $48,000 will turn into 351000 What about the compounding effects of someone who would put $1,000 a month away? means they would invest over 40 years, 480000 That would be $3.5 million. Compound interest. Albert Einstein says the eighth wonder of the world. 
Those who understand it receive it, and those who don't pay it. What do I believe about your tomorrow? I believe a lot. A lot of opportunity. The fact of the matter is, people always will doubt and be fearful, and we have to face our future a different way. Again, Jim Rohn says there's two ways to face the future. One is with apprehension, the other is with anticipation. I choose anticipation, knowing full well there's recessions. Knowing full well, there will be market crashes. Knowing full well, there will be unspeakable tragedies. I choose to view the future with anticipation and the joy of what will be. And I will be strong and I will be stronger than those who live in fear. So here's three methodologies I've taught for a lot of years that have really worked. First intake, second association, and third affirmations. These are things I learned. Then I took the next step. I internalized. Then I took the next step. I applied them. So that's the progression. So here's intake. What are you reading? What are you watching? What are you listening to? Take the information. Internalize it. Go do something with it. Be successful. The next thing is associations. My mother used to say, show me your friends. I'll tell you who you are. Who are you hanging out with? That's the question. The mastermind principle is where two or more people actively engage in the pursuit of a definite purpose with a positive attitude that constitutes an unbeatable force. That's what you can be. But it starts in the mind. We take in the intake, but now who are you on the journey with? We got to take the self out of self-employed. And lastly, I want to talk about affirmations. Everybody talks to themselves. Just what do you say? The words we say have power to them. We're going to lose this game. We're going to lose this game. Has power to it. I'm going to get this listing. Has power to it. It's okay to be disappointed. It's not okay to be discouraged. I hope this has been helpful for you. This is what I was fired up to talk about today. I hope this particular podcast will go deep within you. I hope you listen to it many times over. Our mission and the thought that drives this show is to impact and improve the lives of as many people as we can touch. And I hope that as you change your thoughts, you change your life, you will uh, live a more blessed life. May the road rise up to meet you. And may the wind always be at your back. May the rain fall soft upon your fields and the sun shine warm upon your face. And until we meet again, may God hold you in the hollow of his hand. See you next time.